Hello and welcome to You'll Probably Agree. Today I am with Chicago comedian Jonah Jerkins. Hello. Once again, we have Pat McDonald <laughs> from Hollywood, Chicago. Thank you. Yeah. And today uh, I wanted to talk about bad movies because ah. I think we live in a society that is obsessed with bad movies. I think uh, we value bad movies more than we value something that's perhaps a good film. And I think I would like to get your guys' thoughts on that. I'm pretty excited about this, I'll tell you that. Uh, <laughs> this has been my childhood. This is why I spent 20 years of my life watching this stuff, so I'm pretty excited to start this off. That's all well, I wanted to say. You're, you're, a, you're a bad movie aficionado, I know. You, you don't realize that until you start showing people the movies you like to watch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you realize that everyone's like, this is shit. I'm like, this is amazing. What are you talking about? These are, I've watched this probably 30 times. Right. It's pretty good. So, so what, what is it about bad movies that you like? Um, I didn't like. I just thought they're fun. I always liked the bad action movies, like from the '80s, were always like like Commando and and uh, uh, Running Man. Those those kind of got me into this. And then uh, because I was known for this, I was asked to do a bad movie show at Laugh Factory a few years ago. Um, and then I thought like, okay, we'll do like Hackers or whatever. And then and then I was like, there's got to be worse movies out. And that's when I found this whole new world of these bad movies. And you you kind of like. That window is like obviously the room or Miami Connection and Samurai Cop, and it's it's like it's it's crazy, it's Samurai insane. Cop. Yeah, uh, it's 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 just so fun to watch. Like it's just so enjoyable and so ridiculous, but like in a very like we're trying to make it the best we can way. Do you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, the thing is for me, and and I, again, I'm gonna show my age here, but <laughs> I uh, when you grow up. Uh, with the three channels and you want to watch er anything again in those days those those uh, channels used to show movies all night you'd watch anything yeah so you didn't really discern between what was good and what was bad you were just watching a movie now of course as I you know gained perspective and age and got into this business I totally understand the concept and of course mystery science Theater 3000 helped to uh, bring that genre into uh, mm -hmm. form, you know, to make fun of. But there are, as you say, uh, many people who are not doing it to be, make fun of it. They're doing it because they actually love these films. Mm -hmm. well, I think too, like you grew up in a great area uh, era, um, and I'm I'm just uh, a tale ahead of that. But yeah. I still grew up in the 80s, where where all of a sudden like VHS is a thing, mm -hmm. and, uh, 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 video stores are a yeah. thing. And they need content, but they don't have the money for it. So this, right. all of a sudden you have a flood of anybody that can make anything. It's like the first... Like, well, in the early era of the VHS, too, uh, the first guys who made any kind of serious money were taking anything that was in public domain. And, of course, a public domain film is going to be a bad film, <laughs> usually, except for It's a Wonderful Life, which they let the copyright run out of that. So that's another story. But... It's it's just it stood the reason that the early VH days, VHS days were going to be bad movies. Yeah, right. yeah. It's funny. Uh, I think when I was growing up, you know, I grew up in the eighties, you know, mid eighties. I'm not going to say what year I was born. You should say but, it. What is it? Uh, but <laughs> say it. We're trying to hide your no age. Way. Okay, so I was born in 1985. There you go. Yeah, 
And uh, like when I was growing up, I grew up with movies like Tim Burton's Batman, and you know you would look forward to you know Fox's Saturday morning sort of uh, serial cartoons. This was called like Fox Kids, and they had like Spider Man and X Men. Oh yeah, and. This correlates to bad movies because we kind of grew up with that. And I think bad movies, in a way, uh, especially for our generation, uh, it it relates to nostalgia and childhood. Yeah. And it's something that makes you feel comfortable. It's like a warm know. feeling to watching exactly. these movies. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a communal feeling like in a theater where you can go in the theater and you don't have to worry about the person behind you bothering you because you want to pay attention to the film because there's not much to pay attention to other than where did the filmmaker screw up. And it kind of turns into this sort of uh, comedic gladiatorial sport where we want to see that filmmaker fail. Right. We want to see that movie go wrong so then we can sort of make fun of it. And, you know, that's great. The only thing is I think now that we, we grow up in an age where we know more about bad movies than good ones because, you know, anybody could tell you. I'm reading these names off the list. Don't judge me. Uh, you know, anybody could tell you who Tommy Wiseau is, but they wouldn't know who Igmar Berman, Yasuhito Otsu, Fritz Lang, you know, Pierre Paolo Pasolini, Federico Fellini, or Sergei well, Einstein is. You know, and in, in growing up, in, you know, if you're born in 85, you're growing up. You're growing up in the era where movies started to split off into these categories. Yeah. Again, when I was a kid, it wasn't a category. A bad movie wasn't a category. It was just, it was just a, movie. a bad movie. Yeah. It was just a movie. I mean, yeah. you do, you went and saw it, or you watched it on television, and you said, "Okay, is is uh, the Blob better than Doctor Zhivago?" I don't know. I'm just watching it. You yeah, know, yeah. it's just it, and but. You know, again, as <clears throat> excuse me, the VHS and DVD era came along. Suddenly, we're putting things in the categories, uh, putting things in the piles. Here's right. the bad films. Here's the good films. Here's the classics. You know, you talked about those filmmakers. But if you go to the average person on the street and you say, "Let's sit down and watch Last Year at Marion Bad," the Renoir film, they would go, uh, "I hate this film. Huh. This is terrible." And, well, you could say, well, it's the greatest film ever made. And they would say, well, not in my perspective. Well, his opinion is just as legitimate as mine. Of course, yeah, you absolutely. Know? And that's what, that's what makes bad movies fun. Yeah. It's a perspective yeah. thing. Of I course. think also, like, you're, you're dealing with, okay, so we talk about, like, the 80s, right? And VHS and DVD, you know, DVD later on in the 90s, where now you have the ability to rewatch a movie. Right. So what? Yeah. What's more rewatchable? Something that's fun that you can laugh with your friends with. Exactly. Or yeah. something that changes your life, and then you watch it, and doesn't change your life as much <laughs> yeah. because you already you know all the. You've already changed your yeah, life. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, it's yeah. already Good affected point. you, and then you're like, yeah, this is a beautiful movie, but like, I want to watch. I want to see Schwarzenegger, or Van Damme, or exactly. Uh, you know, Norris or whoever. Because it's it's more fun, you know, to view something because we already have hard lives as it is. Right. You know, we want to escape a little yeah, bit. I don't, wanna, I don't yeah. watch Boy. The striped pajamas every night, like that, <laughs> that, that made well, me may, sad. Like, I don't you you watch also it. make a good point. Once you experience something that enriches you, for example, if I see Federico Fellini's Eight and a Half, yeah. and it makes such a tremendous impact on me. I'm not revisiting it every two years because yeah, I yeah. want to feel right. that impact for the rest of my life. Yeah, you have like you have diminishing returns. Right. Whereas a time. whereas a bad movie, you don't have to worry about. That. Right. As you're, you're just, you're so it's already shit. <laughs> right. So it's not going to get better. So now you can find <laughs> the fun in it. You know. Yeah. I'm gonna watch The Wedding Planner, even though I know it's gonna waste my time. Yeah. But <laughs> it, it just it just it, it, I can make fun of it. I can right. laugh. I can whatever. Yeah. It, it, do my McConaughey. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Do my McConaughey. <laughs> But it shares with the communal experience of film. 
all right, all right, all right. You gotta, yeah. I don't want to ever watch a wedding planner with you if I have to hear that every day. <laughs> we can all do Matthew McConaughey. That's right. But, uh, no, uh, but it shares with the communal experience of, uh, of film, you know, because it's emotionally exhausting to watch you know, a serious film. Yeah, it that's is. Going to, yeah, it is. You, don't, you don't want to do that to yourself every day. Like, if, if I'm on the television and there's a movie from TCM on, or if Commando's going to be on, I'm going to watch Commando. Right. Because yeah. it's more accessible. It's consumable. Right. And I think it's and also like... The, I'm sorry to interrupt. No, no. no, it's just kind of part of the machine that was built, you know? Because when you talk about the, the mid-'70s, you had Jaws and Star Wars, and that's kind of... When audiences kind of found yeah. what they wanted in a way, and that's when you know uh, Spielberg and the studios found what people wanted. We also and, have to agree that those are shit movies done very well. Um, in a lot, in some ways, in, in some ways, yes, in some ways, yes. the premises themselves. Commercial filmmaking is shit. Yeah. Well, the, the premises themselves are kind of what drive shitty movies in a lot of ways. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like a, a beast that's following you, or like this intergalactic, you know, whatever. It's just that they're yeah. done very well. And that's a good, good thing, too, about the 80s, is like you have this cocaine-fueled film industry that are like, Jaws did great. Let's make, we'll make our own version of Jaws. Or yeah, like, yeah. what's popular, breakdancing? Yeah. All right, let's do a breakdancing movie. A lot of breakdancing. Yeah. We also make a point, too, about um, what is Star Wars but Buck Rogers done with a better script and yeah. better production that's, values. Yeah, right. A little right. bit of Joseph Cotton. I mean, you know, it, 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 yeah. you, know you, you can debate this all, all day, but I, I, you make a great point by saying... You know these these revered uh, audience movies are are just upticks of what these guys loved when they were kids, and most of them were bad movies. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, and it, it does give us that comfort, and that's the great thing about them. I, we we can't you can't watch fucking you know something depressing all the time. I'm not gonna yeah, go I mean, watch Wages of Fear every day. Right, you know? right. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, the, the the great thing about uh, bad movies is that it does connect us to our childhood and it helps us uh, share something with one another. Mm. And you know, if, if you have to talk about, you know, if you have to talk to somebody, you know, because you ever have that interaction with a friend where they say, "Hey, what movie should I see this weekend?" Right. You know, should I see the Lego Movie too? You go, well, you know, if Peel Street could talk, it's still loud. You should yeah. see that. That's a powerful movie. Yeah. They'll probably say, "Yeah, well, I yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. That. I'd probably recommend well, they'll, Lego. They'll, they'll say, "Well, what's it about?" And then you'll describe, it and they'll go, "No." Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you can't sum up a movie, then, you know, Lego, Lego Movie Two. Yeah, it's the same. You know, same movie as the first one. Little, you know, same quippy thing. I'm in. Yeah. You know, There's I a familiarity to it, and yeah. you have to be. If you can't define what a movie is. Like within a log line, like one sentence, they're they're not gonna care, you know. Yeah. If you say, well, it's a movie based on James Baldwin's novel, yeah. da, 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 da. out. Yeah. yeah like that. They go, well, that sounds depressing. But I mean, and you know, and, you, and, and again, knowing your audience yeah. too, you know. And it's not the fault of them either, you know. No, 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 yeah. no. It's just really, it's just who's the asker? Why yeah. are they asking me this? You know. Yeah. Well, if I know their taste in movies, I'm going to say, go see Lego. Not, don't go see Beale. Or if I know their taste in movies, I'll say, go see Beale. Right. Yeah. You know, it's just, but if, if, if it's a complete stranger asking you, most likely you're not going to recommend Beale over Lego yeah. Movie 2. Or you, Beale's, a great, yeah. Beale's an incredible movie, but like Lego's just a fun movie. And yeah. who wants to, like, right. who gets mad at fun? I yeah, think 90% of, of the movie-going population goes to movies to be entertained. Yeah. And yeah, bad movies are entertaining yeah. at the end of the day if you're mm -hmm. making a comparative. So. Well, also, like, communal. Like, yeah. like, I think, like, if I had a bunch of people over, 
and it was like, we're just chilling at my house, and it was like, let's watch a movie. I wouldn't go to uh, uh, the creek or whatever. I would, you know, whatever. Uh, I would go to like a, like this movie, and I would hope people are like, oh, I've never seen that. I'm like, oh shit, you got to see this movie. Right. Like it's, in, it's it's insane. Well, the, the thing is now with today, as we live in the digital age, we're constantly being bombarded with information. Right. right. So when we're getting bombarded with all this information, you know, a lot of us don't want to take the time to really look into something that you know you have to maybe lift some rocks to see. Yeah. You know, you you want to see the most readily available thing. I mean, even uh, this, even today, I was thinking, you know, when it came to seeing a movie, you know, on a certain week, I remembered that Glass was coming out, and Glass was not exactly the best film that was coming out that week, <laughs> and every other film it's that was coming the box out. Office. Yeah, yeah, and every other movie that was coming out, uh, you know, they weren't exactly something that people were familiar with. Now, I could have seen any number of films that came out that week that had rave reviews, but I wanted to see David Dunn slam the horde through a fucking wall, you know, because that, that's something that I'm uh, familiar with. So because of that, we, we grasp onto something that we know. I remember when I was in L.A., we had this uh, producer from ABC come on, and he produced the uh, series uh, Once Upon a Time. Mm -hmm. And he was saying that, you know, when he talks to people, you know, he asks them, do you know who Snow White is? You know, do you know who um, Rumpelstiltskin is? They go, yeah. It's like, well, that's something that can sell. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's all part of the commercial machine. Now, people aren't <clears throat> at fault for liking these things. It's just something well, that's it, easy it, to it's, consume. It's a, it's a shorthand. It's like yeah. you say. If you're if you're doing something like Once Upon a Time, everybody knows those fairy tales. Yeah. You know? So, great. Pre-sold. Or they keep doing versions of Snow White, Snow White and the Hunter, you know, Apple, whatever they call the movies, they just keep doing a Robin Hood movie this year again. Yeah. Good yeah. Lord, you know, but it bombed, it's pre-sold. Yeah, yeah. It did bomb. Yeah. But that Glass didn't bomb. It's no. number one three weeks in a row, yeah. baby. The timing was perfect. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it, it was during the dry season of yep. films. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I mean, traditionally, this is like one of the worst movies come out. Uh, yeah. but like Especially the horror films. Yeah. And the ones that don't make the cut in October come out in January. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the ones that just aren't going to be Oscar worthy is. Yeah. It's, like, it's just like crazy where it's like somehow he took this, like, I, you know, I, I think we all watched Unbreakable, but I think we all forgot about Unbreakable. And I then all of a sudden he, like, it's had true. this resurgence with, with uh, Split and then just took that. It's, it's, it's incredible that, like, the resilience of M. Night is insane. <laughs> It's yeah. crazy. He's like the uh, he's like uh, like a nerdier Ben Affleck, which is insane. <laughs> ben Affleck three years ago, yeah. four years. He ago. keeps apologizing. I think he he doesn't have to apologize for anything. Well, I mean, M. Night Shyamalan? No, M Night does. I mean, yeah. you know, he had that bad period. Split was his comeback. It got him the money to get do uh, Unbreakable Two or yeah. whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And uh, and three weeks at number one, he's back, baby. Yeah. 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 But it's a t isn't I, I haven't watched it, but I heard it's bad. It was only made for, well, I think, $20 million, and now it's made like $180 million in the box office. Sure. I mean, it's opening weekend, it made $40 million. There you go. You know, and then, you know. Well, we could, you know, let's 
finish our discussion on bad movies and then we can go back to glass. Yeah. But um, one of the notes that I made was it comfort food for the soul. Yeah. yeah. Comfort yeah. food for the soul. Yeah. You know, and, and even the audacity of a bad movie can move me at times. Like, Mamma Mia, here we go again. I, it's just, the first one is virtually unwatchable. So why am I seeing the second one? Because I want to see what they do <laughs> that, that piggybacks after, off of that terrible first one, and it moved me. It was so audaciously bad that they just, they camped it up. They, they didn't give it. a shit. They didn't give a, a shit. And they, they, they made they, they made their 150 million and they went home. Yeah, and you know what? We <laughs> can all shit on Shyamalan we want, but he's laughing his way to the bank. Mm. I feel the same and way about American Ninja 2: The Confrontation. <laughs> oh my God! Now, I told you one of my favorite how movies many, of all time. How many American Ninjas have they done? I think the six. Okay, so Dudikoff came back. I, later. I think we got to the point of why we like <laughs> bad movies. Yeah. It's my favorite movie as a kid. Yeah, what are your favorite bad movies? Awesome. Let's talk about our favorite bad movies a little bit. Here. Right. As a kid or now? Just like I would I say, would say all time, yeah, yeah. all time. Uh, the movies I've seen the most: uh, American Ninja Two, uh, Commando, <laughs> Commando, um, love Commando, Double Impact with Jean Claude Van Damme for sure. Uh, Van Damme is almost the wow. uh, Running Man's one of my favorites. Runner, running, I, running, Van Damme, when I was Running Man's more cultish than bad, I think. Yeah, yeah, it's just uh, it's just a fun movie. It's kind of yeah. yeah. so great. Like Richard, I, I love Jean Claude so much. Richard as a kid. Dawson's in that. He's amazing. <laughs> he is amazing. He has the best comeback line ever to <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold Schwarzenegger looks at him and goes, Gillian, I'll be back. And then he looks at him straight face and goes, only in a rerun. <laughs> oh my God. That's, the best, that's the best comeback I've ever heard in my life. And he's so good in it. And Jesse Ventura is amazing in it. Um, Jesse the body. But I, grew, I loved Jean-Claude Van Damme so much that when I had, when I had Dare class, uh, they were like, sometimes if you write celebrities... Uh, uh, I was gonna say emails was before email uh, right. letters. Right. They'll show up. So I literally wrote a, a, a letter to Jean Claude Van Damme to show up to my dear. He probably showed up so coked out of his brain. <laughs> but like okay. I was so into Jean Claude Van Damme. He was like wow. kickboxer. Um, I like. I personally like kickboxer over Bloodsport. But like those movies, like Double Impact. Bloodsport <laughs> with a fucking <laughs> nowhere to like run. Stretching his legs on the fucking. Thing. Oh, yeah, every movie. Yeah, like nowhere to run. Uh, Black Eagle, No Retreat, No Surrender. I mean, like Jean Claude Van Damme is, and I love that he's like. Comedically, he's having a resurgence now. Yeah. Um, with well, um, Expendables. Well, no, like with Jean Claude uh, Van Johnson, which is an incredible. On they only did one season. On oh. he's got comedic chops. He also has acting chops. If you see him on JCVD, yeah, he's very good he in that. Yeah, the monologue yeah. he gives, which is all improvised. Yeah. By the way. Really? Yeah. You guys are really Holy geeking shit. out. On oh me. my god. He's on, <laughs> okay, I know this is going to be released in the future, but he's on Conan tonight. Uh, I, 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 he understands. Like um, Dolph Lundgren, yeah. they both understand that they've gone beyond the point of cult, and now they're in yeah. to like their the comedic phase. Yeah, yeah, the the, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like funny to see him. Yeah, uh, but he actually has, you know, speaking as a comedian, he has he has comedic chops. He has timing. He's very funny. Uh, but the, I grew up on the '80s movies, so those are like I, yeah. Solar Babies. It's one of my favorite <laughs> movies. There's this movie called Ruskies. One of my favorite movies of all time. I don't know what Solar Babies is, but oh, it already so sounds Ruskies, amazing. Like You've seen Ruskies? I have not. Oh my god! It's about these kids. It's like a Goonies, but with kids that find <laughs> kids that find uh, uh, a shipwrecked uh, Russian. Nice. Um, and um, uh, 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 Joaquin Phoenix is in it, and the dude that was in um, <laughs> the dude that was in. Um, 
uh, a Christmas Story, who's also in uh, that that movie Ralphie? where his bike would fly. Yeah, mm -hmm. Ralphie. Yeah, yeah. He's also in that video Peter. game movie where you go inside the Peter Bingsley. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, he's no, in that like too. Yeah, yeah. And then so it's about them hating him because they they loved a comic book was about this American guy, and then by the yeah. end they loved the the Russian guy. All right. Well, wow. you know, I'm going to stick, stick to my genre that yeah, I brought yeah, up yeah. last oh. time, which is I'm holiday films. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Some bad holiday films. Oh, I saw the one you guys uploaded. The 1959 oh. Santa Claus. It's a Mexican film. The beauty, beautiful thing about holiday films is there were these entrepreneurs, these theater owners, who would have these kid matinees in the 60s. And they would want to go out and find product. And how they found product was to get these uh, overseas Christmas movies, dubbed them to English, and put them in these kid matinees. Whoa. 1959, Santa Claus, a must-see. The Flintstones Christmas Carol. Oh, now, right. when you think <laughs> about cartoon? it, the Flintstones existed before Christ, but they have a Christmas special. Uh. It's bad. They also lived Christmas with dinosaurs, Carol. so... You know. The Flintstones Christmas Carol. It was a takeoff on, on uh, the Ebenezer's Flintstones is crew. what Sarah Palin would do. The, view. Do the Brady Christmas special on there? That, it, it, it could be. It's a TV movie, but yeah, yes, yeah. it definitely qualifies. I'm to uh, think of like a bad Christmas The Magic special. Christmas Tree, another one of those uh, matinee specials. Yeah. The Star Wars Holiday Special, come on. The Brady, Brady Bunch yeah. uh, Christmas. And finally, this year we did Santa Claus and the Ice Cream Bunny, yeah, 1972 yeah. Uh, classic. Which Those like are looked like it filmed in some. Th that looked like it was filmed in some guy's backyard. Pretty much. Saw it. Like, and they, they never turned off budget. the camera. Uh, they, they they literally improvised the whole film. I, I was stunned, but you couldn't take your eyes off it. And in the middle of it, they had a bad version of Thumbelina that was designed to sell their amusement park. So there wow. you go. There, you can't get worse than that. Uh, well, what was, remember Mac and Me? Yeah. <laughs> How about you, uh, about Mike? Well, I would say anything that was like Schwarzenegger, okay. anything that was Stallone, over the top, I fucking love. That's one of my favorite movies. Yeah, the movie's great. It's so good. Like, the, 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 he, he wins over his yeah, son. I put that in cult yeah, so yeah, much. Yeah. I bought, I, I, my, I made my mom, I, bad. I made my mom buy me the, they had a toy wrestling, wrestling. Yeah. Uh, table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was on clearance, and I made my mom buy it for me. It was so great. Oh my god, that Th movie's that, great. That'd be great if they could the sell wizard? like fucking toy. Oh yeah, the wizard with a power glove. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's that it. movie power basically glove. just sold it's that so glove. Bad. Yeah, yeah. It's so good. And it's the, and that racing game's like the only Christian fucking Slater's game you can that. play with it. Did you know Christian Slater's in that? Toby uh, Toby McGuire's Jesus in that too as a kid. Christ. Is he? Yeah. Oh whoa. And uh, and Bo Bridges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it just like it does a horrible depiction of what it's like to have a handicapped kid, where he kept going California. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's just like again, it's a, it's a, it's the it's the uh, drug fueled '80s where they're like yeah. Rayman comes out. They're like, how do we sell this to kids? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They bring video games and then put Fred Savage in it. These like subgenres are fascinating yeah. me because cool that was ice. an era of film that completely oh. passed me. But you know, you, you talk about Goonies, and, and they just did Goonies again with the kid, uh, the kid who would be king. Oh, really? I mean, that's what they're comparing it to, even though it's not comparable. Yeah, that's the that's the shorthand. Well, that we were yeah, the about early eighties was like the era was like the era of like kind of like kid discovery films and stuff like well, that. Well, I like the yeah. fact yeah. that he, yeah, they tried Jones. to kid eyes anything that yeah, yeah, yeah. was popular. Yeah, yeah. If Rain Man works, then we're gonna do. <laughs> if Goonies yeah. works, we're gonna do Ruskies. If Rain Man works, we're gonna do what you were just talking about. Yeah, yeah right. We'll, we'll do the kid from the Wizard. <laughs> yeah, gosh, what other? I mean, anything with Schwarzenegger. I mean, come in. 
Commando, of course. Man, uh, okay, raw deal. End of Days was awesome. I loved I, End of Days. Yeah, End of Days. I, I, I did a video a long time ago. Uh, I'll include the link to it here, where I had the theory that End of Days is a sequel to Jingle All the Way. <laughs> because, like, what ended up happening was Harry's family ended up getting killed, so he moved to New York City. He became a cop. And then he ended up having to fight Satan. Yeah, you can say that any, any Schwarzenegger <laughs> movie is a sequel to Jingle yeah, All the they're Way. They're all they're all they're all in the same universe. And you know what? If Jingle All the Way came out today, I don't think anybody would remember it. But because it came out back then, yeah. and people like us were kids, and Sinbad's great. Sinbad's yeah. so funny in it. Sinbad's great in it. And uh, I would also, call that bad movie though. That's, that's a fun movie. Nah, it's bad. Like, once, you have, once, you, once you have, once you have Jake Law, once you have a little kid hanging from a Christmas tree where he's about to die, yeah. and everybody's just watching it like, oh, okay, like uh, that, that's a little fucked up. What, 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 but what, they what, don't think about those things in those days. They just did it. Yeah, well, that's true. That's true. Yeah. What an era they were talking about, like all these bad movies, right? They 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 destroyed the box office, like, yeah. yeah. And that's a crazy thing. But if you put like. The quote unquote bad, you know, bad action movies in the 80s, which was like Schwarzenegger, Jean Claude Van Damme, um, Seagal, uh, you know, um, uh, whoever else. <laughs> like, like, you need know, the, the top tier would be Stallone and Schwarzenegger. Stallone's a, actually a great actor. He's what? like, he's, yeah. he's had great roles, what? but he has terrible, he has a terrible um, uh, instincts on roles. Right? He kind yeah. of finds his... And like Schwarzenegger, what? he's been nothing but successful movies. What film was it where Seagal and the woman who played Ellie Mae from The Clampets, he plays like a, a, a cook or something on the <laughs> ship? Oh, from... Uh, okay, so you're talking about the, the movie version of of uh, that, that yeah, Ellie Mae. Uh, 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 yeah, yeah it's, May it's Under Siege. Yes, Under Siege. One of my I favorite just, movies as a kid. I just saw oh it my again God. recently. Dude, Gary Busey is incredible like, in is it. Amazing. Busey is incredible in it. Yeah, that's like... I think, like, Gary Busey. Is this qualified as a bad movie or one of those movies that, like Die Hard that you just have to watch and watch and watch to understand well, the Critically, the I believe that's his best movie. I know, I know. Yeah, But yeah. still, there's so many outrageous things in it. Oh, I mean, like, you put Busey in there? Busey's in one of my favorite <laughs> bad movies ever, which is Surviving the Game with Ice-T. <laughs> Where it's kind of like a, uh, it's, it's kind of loosely off like a, a book that I read like in high school or whatever. But we're basically these rich people like hire. Oh, and the dude that was in the show, uh, 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 Charles S. Dutton is in it. Um, and yeah, yeah, right. And, 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 rock. and, and um, um, goddamn, the dude that was in Nothing to Lose and he's in Scrubs, kind of like the older guy. Oh, um, John McGitley. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Jabba, he was in all those uh, Oliver Stone films, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, was in I knew him from the Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, he's I'm great in this movie. He was also Fucking in Wall Head Street. East. Or Head West or Head East. He was in uh, the, the last movie of John Candy. Wagon's East. Yeah. Wagon's East. Yeah. Wagon's East. So yeah. was John Candy actually in Hercules in New York, or is that just a I don't know. That's yeah. a good question. I don't know. Yeah, did, oh, I would you guys know what I'm talking be. about? I don't know. Like, there was a yeah, scene. Yeah, yeah, I know, but like, he, he didn't come into the scene until, like, the mid-70s yeah, yeah, in yeah, Canada. Yeah, yeah. Did they film it? They filmed it in New York. New York. I don't know, but they had to, like, redub Arnold Schwarzenegger's yeah, lines yeah, yeah. with yeah, yeah, that's true. American actor. Arnold so, Strong. Anyway, surviving, yeah. the, surviving the game. So surviving the game, <laughs> it's where they uh, Ice-T is just like a homeless... Guy and then um, this oh guy, it's a famous actor too. Uh, something Rucker, um, Rucker Howard. Rucker Howard is wow. in this movie. He Jesus finds this guy, Christ. or the Lady Rock Hall. finds this guy, and then they basically they like you're gonna be our guide, 
uh, for this wilderness tour that we want to do. And they find out that it's just these rich guys who are sick of hunting like bears and stuff, and they hunt him. <laughs> oh shit. And then it's kind of like Hard Target, Jean-Claude Van Damme. It's based on a famous short story. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Why can't you think of the name of it? Yeah. Uh, I don't the, know. It's I know something exactly, about yeah. the, the the greatest game or the only yeah. game or the yep. yeah. the most dangerous game. Yes, that's right. The most yeah. dangerous game. Yeah. Gosh. Jeez, it's but, like. But you see how how comfortable this makes us when plumbing, we talk about it. You know, but but like my memory banks uh, right now. But like um, <laughs> Gary Busey has one of the most incredible monologues I've ever seen in my life. In oh this my God. movie, it's just like I need to see this. Busey it's crazy because sometimes the... you see these great actors. Because Busey was—I mean—he's an Academy Award-nominated actor. He was. Yeah, for um, for Buddy Holly. Yeah, yeah. Holy he got best shit! Supporting. Yeah, right. Right. yeah. Man, times have changed. Yeah, he's great yeah. in the movie. Yeah, I love oh, the Buddy yeah. Holly story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, great best actor, right? Right. Yeah. He, he played Buddy Holly. Yeah, yeah. I re- I just saw. Um, I mixed it up. I I just saw the. A Star is Born, 1976. Okay. Mm. And Busey plays his um, oh, really? manager. Wow. Chris Jefferson's manager. Okay. I've only seen the very original. But there's certain movies like yeah. that, especially in the 90s for me, because that's like that's like middle school for me. Yeah. Um, where like these are these are these movies that I think are big See? movies that everybody's seen, like Surviving Game, Judgment Nights, one of my favorite right. movies. Yeah. We're You're talking the generation, has- man. That's right yeah. in your wheelhouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can understand that. Yeah. Like yeah. I I I bought the import. Of Judgment Nights, <laughs> and of course, after I buy that, weeks weeks after I buy it, all of a sudden they just released it on Blu-ray, and it's been playing on Encore. I'm like, what? Every time? Holy shit! Yeah. Like well, how about original uh, Judge Dredd versus remake? Uh, mm-hmm. well, the remake's great. Uh, yeah, that's great, Dr- like Dredd. Dredd? Yeah, I'm well, talking the original Judge Judge Dredd with Stallone, Stallone yeah. versus the one Rob with uh, <laughs> Carl Urban. Carl, that, I mean, that's a better movie. Okay. Uh, but that movie's basically um, the. It's uh, Training Day. It's no, yes, yeah, it's, it's Training Day, but it's also uh, the Raid. It's basically the Raid, yeah. um, in a lot of ways. But Dude, the, you got a book in you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I, 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 I literally own almost three thousand DVDs. Oh my god. Um, so my memory, the fact that I can even memorize all the movies I have is incredible. To me. I told you he knows his bad all movies. All right. Yeah. But I yeah. think. Wow, that was a lot of nerding out. But when we talk about this, look how excited we get. Look yeah, because I, I, I much love. I, I, had, I, I we just have you for know, these movies. exactly. And, and and you know, you were talking about the philosophical yeah. aspect. What was that last question you had? Oh, have like how the, how is the, like has have bad movies like done anything positive for you guys? Well, obviously. Yeah, He wouldn't have his life if he didn't. Have, no, <laughs> I, I'm I'm just saying. You know, when you say the art of cinema, the art yeah. of cinema is also the art of bad movies. Yeah. yeah. How it affects you, how you perspectize on it. You know, bad films can be art. Right. Yeah. Because it's nobody, like a Dada thing. It's right. like a Zen thing. Yeah. Nobody's going into those movies thinking, like, this is going to be a bad movie. Like, everybody wants it to be great. Right. And I yeah, think it's yeah, like yeah. these quote unquote intentional bad movies now, unless they're done like really comedically well. Yeah. Like, they just, there's, I, there's I, no chemistry. Can you give yeah. me an example of an intentional bad movie? Uh, um, machete. Yeah, Machete. Yeah, that's right. one. Right. Um, right, right. Machete. What, uh, like, uh, Hobo with a Shotgun. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, Black Dynamite, but that's just a funny movie. Yeah. Because that's more of a... Black Dynamite. Yeah, well, there's a few on Netflix. Well, Netflix I mean, you can Even argue Sharknado. that Quentin Tarantino is, is yeah, doing Sharknado. bad yeah. Yeah. homages to bad movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah like Snake's Not Playing. That's, like, some of them are, some of them are done well. Yeah. Yeah. When they kind of call themselves out. But, like, 
any new Tommy Wiseau movies are just like I mean, that's yeah. just him. Be, be just like, trying if you've to be, seen if you've seen Neighbors, like no. where 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 uh, Best Friends. This is new one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he didn't direct that one though. He just acted in it. But mm. um, if you've seen Neighbors, it is just it, it's a porno without the porn oh, yeah. and not like a high a lot of people say the rooms that yeah too. oh no no but this but but the room's kind of like a porno where they actually have some production qualities because they actually had like a dp <laughs> and stuff like that this is just a porno where there's no proper sound yeah you know <laughs> well i have to say one thing and about there's, and there's no proper lighting there's no proper color correction like you could tell they're filming indoors when the white balance is set to daylight <laughs> so it's just it's, it's like watching a home video. Literally, it's fucking horrible. The one thing I'll say about the whole incident with Franco making that movie and such, the great, I, I read the book yeah. after I saw the movie, and yeah. I, one of the greatest stories is he decided to become a filmmaker because he saw the traffic jam around the Golden Globes. So mm. years later, here he is standing next to Franco at the Golden Globes, and Franco wouldn't let him talk. He imitated him, but he wouldn't let him talk. Yeah, because he hijacks oh, yeah, because everything. Because he's gonna, he's gonna fuck it up. He's gonna say something stupid. But, I mean, but okay. it doesn't matter. Like he had that... started at the Golden Globes. He had had his moment to end at the Golden Globes, and freaking Franco took it away. And about yeah. uh, two, three days later, the the allegations came out. Oh yeah, Franco, Franco loves little little girls. Um, right. I, you know, it's great about uh, speaking of the room. Is that for some reason that's like I would say if you talk about like so bad they're good they're good right. movies that's the one that's like um, this King is yeah. yeah King it's like most ubiquitous like I mean it's the one that everybody kind of knows right, right. whatever but it's crazy because like w you know when I had this decision to do this like bad movie and then all of a sudden I was like you know you're thinking like all right you know we're at the Laugh Factory that fits like 200 people let's say we can even get that or 300 right. people let's say I guess that like how do how do we it's a it's a very broad audience. Sure. So, like, how do we find these movies that are just so bad, no matter who likes bad movies or not, they're, they're going to laugh at. Right. Yeah. And that movie is not right. one of those. It's well, not enjoyable right. from start. None of these movies. It's not because, like, the room the room has all those sex scenes in the middle that the sex just scenes are goes on yeah. forever. Yeah. Well, that funny, <laughs> but, like, there are worse funny bad movies. But for some reason, because I think the love and the yeah. passion... That it seems, and and like the seriousness of it, like it seemed like he thought he was making like an Oscar-worthy movie. Well, that's what it's funny. That's what wins people over. Yeah, that's that's exactly what yeah. is the yeah. point of this like, thing. Yeah. Vibrations. That's a better bad movie. Uh, uh, who's the guy? Hawkeye who's the guy who looks like a burn victim of Tim Allen, who made a movie? Oh, I don't Jesus know. Christ. But like um, <laughs> Neil Breen makes better bad movies, and that guy thinks he's like that guy's a megalomaniac. I mean, he like straight up. Have you seen, do you know about Neil Breen? No. Oh, dude, look those up. Because, like, we would edit these movies from, like, an hour and a half, two hours, down to, like, 30, 40 minutes, because we have to fit a 90-minute sure. show time. So, so like, you just got the highlights of their bad movies. Right, which made these bad movies, even I feel, even more enjoyable, because you cut out all, like, the fat, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, Because there's yeah. a lot of scenes you don't, you well, don't even know. And one of the it's things about bad <laughs> movies is there's so much clunky exposition. Right. Yes, you just, yeah. like, have to sit yeah. through, like... Bad dialogue until you get to something. Tommy's really my best friend. Gem like, yeah. This movie, like Neil Breen movies, especially. Wow. Um, I forget the one I That's actually crazy, did. Man. Uh, but I had to re. I had to reorder scenes to make it make more sense. <laughs> wow. I did the editing for him. <laughs> yes, exactly. Because oh I'm like, God. how did you jump from this to that? It's like, it's just. Bad, but like in the most enjoyable. Sure. Ridiculous. So you're, what you're doing is lining up right. the most. 
Yeah. 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 But still That's making it like a narrative of a movie. See, when it comes to bad movies for me, the way they impacted me positively is, like, I, like, as a quote-unquote filmmaker... When I've made movies that failed and were I'm bad. I'm glad that you're focusing on the quote-unquote Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. I'm filming this on a fucking iPhone. Well, that's right. not your <laughs> uh, But That's because your, your DP got caught at work. It's not, it's not, her, it's not her fault. Don't, don't blame her. Yeah, no, 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 no. This is funny. It's her along. Yeah. This is funny. But uh, anyways, uh, what, 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 uh, ended up, what the fuck was I saying? You were uh, saying. You're oh, saying yeah. you're uh, a bad uh, filmmaker. Yeah, as I am. Um, <laughs> no, but no, no, as someone as someone who makes movies, when I failed from something, you know, I would see other people who were otherwise good directors who made bad movies who were able to bounce back from that. Well, yeah. you and have it to learn help me from learn them. From you, have to, yeah. you have to say, I'm not going to do this again. Yeah. And, so, and you're saying that somebody like Neil Breen, he doesn't. He He's does. so delusional. <laughs> He yeah, just, yeah his, that's, his the, that's the guy who made the movie. He was like spilling so he, everything he like on his the desk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We watched yeah, that. that's the burn like victim the to now guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. He like, is he like the Ed Wood of today? Like he's Ed like, Wood no, used to He's like Ed Wood if Ed Wood was a rapist. This is straight well, up. This is straight up true. It's like, that. it's like if you made, if you were, if Donald Trump was like, instead, I want to be president. He's like, I want to be a director. Like he looks like him. He made all of his money through um, through uh, through real estate in Las Vegas, and all he right. just wanted to be an artist. Very so good. he writes, he directs, he stars in all of his nice. movies, and they have these really weird elements. But the thing is, is like, like you know, Tommy Wiseau finally was like, "Yeah, yeah. I was intentionally a black comedy." Right. This guy's like, "No, no. this is a yeah, great this movie. Is, this is who I am, you right. don't see it." He he did a Kickstarter for his newest movie that already came out. And in that Kickstarter, he's like, I'm asking for money, but just so you know, I don't need the money. He's like literally saying, I don't need your money. Did, he get you the, did they get the funding? I, I don't know if that, I don't, to be honest with you, I don't know if the Kickstarter, like, he, but he already had the money anyways. Yeah. Well, it's so came funny you say that about Wiesel because he, he, for years, and the book came out and, you know, you're, you're, you're reading it and you're like, there's no way he believed it was anything but what you just said. Right. That it was... The, uh, the, this is my statement to the world. Right. Yeah. But th for him to have to go, because they made uh, the, the Franco movie, he has to go back and say, oh, yeah, that's what I always intended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, oh, that I, I probably see that. And it's like, well, that's the thing. Is like now, you know, the thing is, is like, everyone's like, where do you get his money? And, you know, yeah. if this movie costs millions, but he's, he's, he's profitable. Right. And he's making his living right. being that guy. Being that guy, yeah. yeah. I like I like the directors who are like no this is fucking great like uh, the director of Troll Two was like this I was is about good. to say yeah, yeah. have you ever seen there the you greatest worst movie I, ever made yeah yeah the worst yeah because yeah. like the, he was like this guy from Italy who's yeah. completely delusional and when people would ask him about this film at Q and A's he would he would say well. I'm an artist, and this is intentional. You just don't know. Yeah, yeah. you don't know. You just don't understand. Or these actors didn't do what I asked yeah. them to do. Like he put all. Oh, he calls his actors up. idiots, and yeah, 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 all that stuff. Yeah, but there's so many of those. But that's when it's great. That's when it's great when the filmmakers take it so goddamn seriously. There's so many of these great yeah. movies, and that's what's really cool about Amazon Prime. That I realized. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. Is Amazon Prime. Yes. Like, okay, seriously, whoever listens to this, go look up Hawkeye. It is. Mm -hmm. it, you're getting a phone call. Uh, go look uh. up. Uh, should we keep talking and pause? It? I I am 
I have to say I'm really enjoying this. Oh, okay, I, yeah, I didn't too. know how deep you went. Oh, dude, yeah. Dude, you go deep. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I like dudes that go deep. That's like all my movie collections. I just That's love it. That's what I say a lot of times. I time really, time. really love yeah. it. Yeah. I think there needs to be a genreist like this that exists. A genre of dudes that go deep? All right, I'll, I'll finish on this. Go watch Hawkeye. It's on Amazon Prime. Okay. There's one of the, there, is, there, is, there is straight up, it's like the buddy cop movie, and this guy Hawkeye, uh, uh, something Hakamoto, and they call him Hawkeye, uh, and he's like, he's from Asian descent, but they say he's from uh, Texas, and he moves to Las Vegas. And the whole time, everyone's giving him shit for being from Texas, but like, but like, it's just insane. And he's trying to do his accent, and his partner is straight up doing an Eddie Murphy impression the whole time. It's oh one, my god! It's one of Eddie Murphy's old um, uh, stunt stuntmen. Oh no! And he's straight up, like straight up doing. Uh, um, uh, you know, yeah, Eddie Murphy impression, and there's like, there's, there's mic drops in it. It's just like, it's, it's like, doesn't know if it's funny or not because they definitely are like intentionally funny. It's just like, it's one of the. There's, a, there's a scene where the, the, um, the police chief is yelling at him, but he doesn't know, like his mark on where to look. Oh, so he keeps yelling at him, but he keeps moving where the focus is, and it's just like. Oh my like, god. There's a, a scene where they're like at, at a restaurant, and this, these robbers come to like. You know, stick up the restaurant, but oh God forbid, there's actually cops there. And then Hakamoto's like go-to is he just acts like he's mentally challenged, and he's like, <laughs> and then that's how he steals his gun. It's just like the silliest. I, I, I might be watching this tonight. It's yeah, on Amazon, Amazon Prime. It. Gotcha. it used to be on YouTube, and right. if you look at the uh, out of US uh, promo stuff, they literally just have a picture of Eddie Murphy on it. Wow. Yeah, Whoa. it's just like there's so many incredible. Like vibrations is is from the '90s with Christina Applegate and James Marsden, right. who's in there. I think his name is James Marsden. Yeah, yeah. Who was in Gladiator, right. the boxing movie, not the other one. And yeah. um, and it's about this guy who's at this great business guy, or uh, uh, he's got a uh, band, and he's about ready to break to make it. And then he like gets in this horrible accident where he loses both his hands, <laughs> and then. He becomes a wino on the streets. He meets Christina Applegate, who just How does so he drink the wine without hands? Well, he's got fake hands, and there's a lot of silly. Is he trying there's to do a like a really where, shitty how, version of the best years of our lives? His kind, <laughs> well, his kind of meet cute with uh, Christina Applegate is where uh, she's getting stuck up with a knife, and this guy tries to stab her, and then yeah. he puts the fake hand in front of it, his rubber hands, and it goes through <laughs> his hand. Nice. And there's scenes where either he's he's clearly holding on a fake hand, so his arms look a lot taller than they should, longer than they should, Hilarious. or he's wearing uh, right. gloves. Fake hand gloves. Yeah, but it's, but he's he's not paying attention, so you see his hand moves a lot. Oh, God. oh my God! And then so he meets Christina Applegate, and he somehow who who just so happened she lives in the same apartment of a welder, like an artist welder, uh, a computer nerd. Uh, and a DJ. So they all get together to make new hands for Well, then he finds out this guy's a DJ, and then all of a sudden he wants to be a DJ, and then they make him robotic hands. Those robotic hands, like, can they do, like, record spins and shit? Well, he plays, like, the piano, you know? But it's just like... It's like the worst techno music you've ever heard. But it comes out at a time when techno, in the early 90s, when techno's blowing up. Is that the Twin Peaks guy or the Enchanted guy? Who do you mean? James, the co-star. James. I don't. He was in. Um, I might get the name wrong, but he was in okay. Gladiator with Cuba Gooding Jr. It's a boxing movie, yeah. a high school boxing movie. He's in that. He's like the bad guy with a flat top, and he's also in um, uh, what's the movie Jack Nicholson and Tom Cruise? 
Uh, uh, a few good men. He's in a few good men. He's one. Yeah. Of, he's one of. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, Twin yeah. Peaks. Yeah. yeah. He plays the main okay. character. Uh, okay. Who like is an attractive, decent actor, and right. Christina Applegate's in it right, right after. Don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. Okay, so you can tell yeah. she's just like, oh, I can make any shit great. Uh, yeah. And this movie's just hilariously bad. It's just like, so, what happens is these hoodlums try to like, cr- like somehow he pisses off these hoodlums and they try to like crush his car with this big machine. So he like is like, oh my god! But he leaves his hands on the steering wheel, and that's how he loses his hands, is they get crushed. Wow. And it's like there's so, a, there's like this regarding Henry scenes where he's trying to figure things out with his like new predicament. God. You know. I think I think uh, it's amazing. So that, so in, in conclusion, yeah, you're saying so, Hawkeye and Vibrations. Yeah. Are the two movies to go see? Like of new badness. new bad movies is those Miami Connection is incredible. Uh, Samurai Cop is really funny. All There's right. a movie called Roar, which is a, a movie oh, where I, they film. You ever kill, yeah. seen Killdozer? No. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. Is like that's yeah. what's great about that is like uh, you'll he's never gonna be like, dude, you gotta see that. But you know, you said initially when I met you, I'll never run out of these. But when I find out you have three thousand, you may run. No, out. but like Commando, <laughs> like Commando won't play funny. That's the thing. Is like you gotta find these yes. movies that will play funny yeah. in front of an audience. Yeah. Because like, I've had people walk out, walk out of. The old movie show I yeah. did, bad movie show, because they were like, that movie was so fucking bad. I can't believe everybody was laughing at it. Like yeah. they don't understand. Yeah. They don't understand. I, it. They don't understand the comedic value. Yeah. You know? um, but so, yeah, I, I would say. Uh, sorry. All that. I, no, you're I, good. I go down no, the deep no, dude, I get so excited. I, I, want, I want you to go down the rabbit hole. Oh, that's that's why you're here. There's yeah. a movie called Future War, where these like cyborgs from the future come and attack these people, and they have pet dinosaurs. Pet, pet dinosaurs. I think I've heard of that. It's one. like, what is happening? Like, oh, God. there's these... now. You ever see Red Letters Media's uh, Best of the Worst? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Some of these movies are yeah. on that. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, those are like, yeah, those are things that just wind up on the VHS pile. Yeah, and, now... and there's so many movies that we'll never see because they they won't be transferred from VHS to DVD right. or from to DVD or... Blu-ray. So that's why I really like Amazon Digital. Prime because a yeah. lot of these. Right, and like also, you can't get, of course, YouTube. You, they, you yeah, can find yeah. things on YouTube. Like, oh, there's yeah. that one movie where uh, uh, Denise Richards is in it and uh, Paul Walker, and he dies, and someone comes back as a T Rex. And he, like, and then she mm-hmm. finds out, you know, this movie? And he finds out, like, and then she, like, figures it out. And they, like, have, it's, like a, it's like a romantic comedy. Holy shit. Yeah, there's, <laughs> and that's the thing, too, is, like, if you watch movies, like, kid movies from the 90s are insane. There's one, Tobey Maguire, where. His dad used to be like a, a pilot, and he was uh, he used to have this rival Red Baron, and then the Red Baron gets in the past gets shot with lightning and disappears, but then comes back as the future as a as a little airplane, and then tries to kill Tobey Maguire. So it's the Jack Frost thing. Yeah, but he comes yeah. back as an airplane. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. And yeah, they yeah. thought my mother the car was an absurdity. All right. Oh, it's insane. That's absolutely nuts. There's so many of these. Like, just go down the wormhole. This is insane. Right. Yeah. So well, I think in conclusion, I'll stop talking we, about no, it. No, 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 no. It's great to awesome. have you talk totally about awesome. it because, wow. Seriously, dude. Like, yeah, I can't wait to edit this. Um, no, I actually <laughs> can't. Uh, but um, yeah, I'd say with that, we love bad movies because I mean, outside of the commercial machine that makes us want to see them more than you know something yeah. that's more introspective. Uh, that it's good comfort food for the soul, as you said. Yeah. And it's something that we can all enjoy. And like even tonight, it's like we we want to go see those and 
tell our friends about them. And yeah, bad movies have good value to them. I think is too. What like, I'm saying the people that create these creators yeah. of them too. I think they like because the, they, they didn't intentionally make a. My no. mom went to the yeah. uh, the writer of Ruskies. Uh, went yeah. to like some YMCA to talk about movie writing, yeah. and my mom went to it to see it. And then he like talked about you know his process and all that. And then she like literally at the end was like, "My son loves your movie. It's great." Wow. And then like he literally his response was like, "I've never heard anybody even mention that movie before." Wow. And it like made him happy that like it's a movie I've probably seen twenty times in my life. Wow. You know I own I own it on DVD. It was one of the hardest things I've ever found. And what is this? Uh, Ruskies. Ru- oh, Ruskies, Ruskies right. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> I mean think about that if you you know. This is the thing you always wanted to do. As a comedian right. who's struggling to like get past a certain level, like if I, somebody walks up to me in the middle of the street and is just like, hey, I've been thinking about your joke. I'm like, how do you even recognize me? He's like, I've just been thinking about it all week. And it's right. like those things were like, yeah. it's nice. Same thing with, like, with what you guys are doing. How great is that when you get like an email or, or if you get recognized or like yeah. just being like, I love watching it. Like I watch it, I look forward yeah. to these things. Oh yeah, yeah. Even though, you, even though what you're making is shit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> not, not you. I'm kidding. Well, you're I'm on kidding. the show, so. No, 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 no. I'm giving you a shot. Yeah. I would, right. I did the old dipsy. Do that. Nah, no, you good. Yeah. You can edit this out, but it's 320. We, we, and we should all to... watch The Night Before Christmas that I made. It's a piece of shit. Um, yeah. Oh, what? <laughs> so, anyways, guys, I think that's our wrap-up of bad movies. Yeah. Uh, go check them out. It's good comfort food. And uh, you'll connected prob- to this yeah. guy, bro. Uh-huh. And oh, before before we take off, do you want to plug your uh, plug anything? Um, uh, if you're in Chicago, you can see me every Wednesday at Comedians You Should Know at Timothy O'Toole's great show. Every nice. Saturday, Blackout Diaries, uh, which is a drinking storytelling show. Um, <laughs> and then <laughs> if you, you'll like this, if you like The Bachelor, I have a Bachelor podcast called Petals and Pricks, uh, where wow. we discuss that. And then we have a new movie show coming out at Under the Gun Theater in Chicago called uh, uh, Dude, It's Awesome. Or, uh, yeah, It's Awesome, uh, which is just, we're a fellow comedian, Blake and I, uh, we, we host a show together, and I just show Blake these, these wonderful bad movies. And yeah, we edit right. them down to a very enjoyable 30, 40 minutes. All right. So, okay. Yeah. Great. Great. Uh, do you want to play anything, Pat? Uh, just, uh, I uh, come out of Monroe, Wisconsin. On WGBO, The Morning Mess. Also, uh, Eddie Volkman's show uh, on the Fox 103.9, Crystal Lake. Listen to him every week, Thursday for Monroe, Friday for Crystal Lake. All right. Cool. And cool. remember to check out, you'll probably agree, we will be launching a website pretty soon, which will include my written reviews and uh, links to the YouTube channel. And that'll be at ypareviews.com. Right. right now, if you try to look it up, it's you, you won't find shit because I password locked it. And I'm still working <laughs> on it. So, uh, <laughs> But when it's up, we will let you know. So thank you very much, guys. And uh, have a great one. You'll probably agree. Yeah. All right.